Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another fantastic episode of the GYST podcast, your favorite podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Thank you for doing that, Glenn. No problem. Glenn, you and I, so for the audience, uh, this is a little trip down memory lane on uh, Glenn and I and, and our relationship. So I've known Glenn now for about 10 years. and <laughs> Over 10 years now, yeah. It's, it's funny how we became good friends because it wasn't like we really hung out with the same circle. Uh, it was really because of movies and group outings. And so we used to put together movie trips and there used to be 15, 20 of us that would go to these big summer blockbuster releases. Oh, yeah. And it was just so much fun. Everyone loved going. Midnight releases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we would get so many people going. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, uh, it just ended up Glenn and I. People stopped showing up or they wouldn't reply. They might. Oh, yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I might be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, no one would show up. But we still had a good time. Yeah, and this is uh, the days before assigned seating. So we would have to get to the theater earlier. And we noticed that, you know, Glenn and I were the ones getting to the theater and an hour or two before the movie starts. And then people would, or the rest of our friends would come like five minutes later, you know, mm-hmm. five minutes before the movie started. Right. And we've been there or for two ten, hours holding ten the minutes spot. into the commercials, right? Yeah. And so how about, Glenn, today, you and I talk about movies. Everything from how to enjoy movies how uh, movies make us feel, maybe some special moments that we've had at the cinema. So not necessarily, you know, this movie was really special to me because of this, but but let's talk about the experiences behind the theater, some of the, some of the smells, the, the good stuff and the bad stuff. You know, a lot of people don't like going because they take a look at prices uh, for, you well, know. And that's one thing we've seen is prices have gone up in the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it's getting expensive, but it's one of those enjoyments. Yeah. So so with yeah. that, Glenn, like, what are some of your experiences with the theater? Because you, you enjoy going. Why is it that you enjoy going? Ooh, you know, I love going to watch a good movie. I like getting engrossed into a story. But then there are times when, you know, it's just a silly movie, has no plot, no story to it just a retarded film that people would watch and they'd go, why are you watching that? But I still have a good time because I'm with friends and we're making fun of it. (laughs) The whole experience of going to a movie for me is, is everything. I mean, you've got the smell as you enter, you can smell that popcorn. You instantly get hungry. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, I'm going to have some popcorn. Then, uh, you know, the, uh, sitting down in those nice new plush seats that almost every theater has, it's comfortable makes you feel like a living room only you're away from your living room you don't have to worry about a mess i like that experience i don't like having to clean up (laughs) how messy do you get when you watch a movie well it just depends on how many drinks i've had or how much popcorn i've eaten yeah and what are some things that we can do to really enjoy the experience of it each person is going to react differently to something in the theater. Um, whether it's going to be the smell of the popcorn. If you enjoy the theater food, take a moment as you walk in just to breathe deep. 
enjoy that smell. I mean, unless they burnt the popcorn, which is never a pleasant smell. Mm-hmm. But just that, that smell of theater food, that, that popcorn popping, the butter, the you know, nachos. I mean, there was a time when that's all we would talk about was getting nachos for the film. <sighs> just go in and have fun with the entire experience. Don't just go for the movie. Go for the company. Go for the the conversation you're going to have afterwards going, man, that movie was awesome, or what about this part here? Or, man, that movie sucked. <laughs> I mean, at least the conversation about the movie afterwards will still be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen some bad movies. We've walked out of movies going, uh, why did we sit through that? Yeah. And it was really about the conversation afterwards. That we, that we did sit through that garbage movie. Mm-hmm. Now, there, there are things that I do to, to really enjoy going to movies. And mm-hmm. I love going to the movies. The, the two biggest things that I would say I do, one, I go in knowing the prices are high. And so for, for everyone who, who may not know, usually when a movie is released for the first few weeks... All that money is going right to the um, to the studio. It's it's not that you know they. It's not like the theater bought the movie and you know has to pay the first hundred thousand or whatever. It's contractually an an obligation. The first few weeks, all that money goes directly to the studio. That's why uh, the concessions are so expensive. Because they they have to make money. That's mm-hmm. how they make money. And so with that, I'm in. I'm okay paying the money because that's the expectation I have. I'm okay paying five dollars for a small soda at the movies. I'm not okay doing the same thing at a McDonald's. There's there's different expectations. And so one, when I go to the movies, I understand that I'm going to be paying quite a bit for it. Oh yeah, for those concessions. And the other thing I do is, for about the past two years, I turn my phone off. Like, not in silent mode or, or vibrate or anything like that. I turn it off. Because I noticed that even if I would put it on silent, it's in my pocket. If it would go, you know, someone's texting me or calling me, it still vibrates. And it's a distraction for me. It, it takes a, a, a little time out from me thoroughly enjoying the experience. And so those two things have greatly enhanced uh, my movie-going experience. And I think that the other thing to, to pay attention to is what is the feeling that the director of the movie wants me to have? Because there's some movies that, you know, especially 90s, not 90s, uh, 80s, 80s action movies. <laughs> There's no plot. I knew what you meant. You know, it's just... There's no plot. It's all action. It's explosions, boobs, and, uh, well, witty one-liners. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And so if you go in with that expectation of that, you're going to enjoy it. Same thing with Expendables. When when those movies came out, <laughs> nobody was expecting a plot. And no, everyone not had a at great all. time. But if you go in and you're like, wow, you know, like this doesn't really make sense. What's the main motivation behind this character? That's not what those movies are designed for. 
Now, there are some movies where it's different. Um, was it Arrival, the movie that I'm thinking of? Came out a couple years ago with the... Uh, it was Arrival. I watched Arrival um, at home. And it was a phenomenal movie. I really enjoyed it. So much so that the first thing I did as soon as I finished it was I saw if a local theater was playing it. And sure enough, there was a local theater still playing it. And I watched the movie again that night in the theater. Different experience. It really is. Completely. And it was just so phenomenal. I really just enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Just being in there, being lost in the moment, feeling the emotions, crying because you're sad and, and having your stomach hurt from laughing so hard. When you, when you go to the movies, and a lot of people say, oh, I, I can just watch it at home. You can. There's no doubt there. But it's a whole different level of experience when you're in yeah. a big screen in a big theater. One is going to enhance your life. One is about yeah. enjoying life. Even if there's no one else in the theater. Because we've had that happen. Yeah. Where it was just us. It was still a better experience in the theater than it was watching it at home when it would just be us two watching a movie. Yeah. It's just something about that big auditorium, massive screen. And believe me, the screen does make a big difference. Mm -hmm. you got a massive screen. You've got full peripheral vision. You've got nothing else you can get fully immersed into a movie. And the dialogue. And the dialogue. Oh, yeah. How much deeper is the dialogue? Like, Godfather 1, one of my all-time favorite movies, and they were playing it at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And just, it was just so much more impactful seeing it there. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. What's a what's a movie going experienced at at the theater that you've enjoyed? Like, Ooh. is there one that you can look back at and be like, you know, I I remember this. I can, and it was the first time the first time I watched Fellowship of the Ring in the theaters because I watched it for their midnight release, mm -hmm. but then they just kept showing showings of it after that. The theater was open for twenty four hours on the release of that. Wow! I watched it four times straight. Yeah. And let me tell you, I was a little tired afterwards, but the whole experience of seeing one of my childhood favorite stories just come to life and seeing it on the big screen, that's something I'd always wished for was the Lord of the Rings on the big screen. Mm. Mm, to see the dwarf. Oh, yeah, Gimli just out there with his axe. You see the whole fight in Moria. Mm. It's kind of hard to put into words because it is such a powerful experience. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing that and going, man, this, I, I don't want to leave the theater right now because I'm having such a good overall life in this moment. I mean, it was just a happy moment for me. Yeah. Wow. One of my moments happened probably about 15 years ago. I was, I was at the th movies. And this was uh, a small theater, didn't have, I'm sorry, it was, a, it was a bigger theater, no assigned seating or anything like that. And it, the movie was um, Wedding Crashers. And at one point, I kind of looked around at everyone, and everyone's just laughing and having a great time. And for some reason, that's a moment that I always remember, because here's... A, you know, 200 people who are taking a, a little mental time out of their lives to enjoy this escape 
to enjoy this distraction. 200 people that may not know each other, may not even care to know each other. But in that moment, they're all having a good time watching the same thing at the same time with each other. And there was just something about that moment. I remember just looking around and seeing everyone. And it just, I think that's the first time I really felt the power of cinema. Mm-hmm. And it was it was amazing. And it's it's unfortunate now that you know everyone's got their phones, mm. um, and a lot of times they're you know I've had people texting during the movie, and I'll ask them you know can you knock that off? Mm-hmm. And or people taking calls in in the films, oh. and it's just even even aside from what that's doing to those around them what's the effect that that's having on them as an individual Mm -hmm. here is just hours and hours worth of work months and years put into crafting this two-hour story and by taking these little distractions you're not enjoying it for what it could be you're not having the same impact in your life that it could have even if it's the worst movie out there, you're still robbing yourself of that experience. <laughs> <laughs> there have been movies that I absolutely hated, and I would 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 have rather played a, a game on my phone, but I'm still going to watch the movie from beginning to end mm-hmm. because it's still an experience. I'm still usually I'm there with well you and it lately the last ten years at least. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm there with friends. I'm there with family, and I'm I'm there to watch a movie so we can. I don't know, have some enjoyment out of it, even if it's after the film when we're ragging on it. Mm-hmm. It's that, that, I don't know, that companionship in a way. It's a different experience if I were to go alone. Yeah. Which, if you haven't gone to a movie alone, I do challenge you to do that. It's oh, kind yeah. Of, it's a good time. Yeah. It's a different experience completely. And if you can get a theater all to yourself, that's even better. It's almost like the movie's just for you. That's hard to get, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I have been doing for a long time is staying all the way through the credits. <laughs> Last 11 years? <laughs> I've been doing this before end scenes. <clears throat> yeah. Because I like to read the names. Because I think about these people who have spent and dedicated the past few years of their lives to be able to create something that I can enjoy. And all that work for just seeing their name scrolling through for, you know, 10 seconds or so. And what a feeling that must be to them. And the times when they went to work when they weren't feeling well, or they had a a loved one pass away and they're like, you know what, I'm still going to go and work and use that as a distraction. Or you see... You know, lately you see the babies that were yep, made. babies that were born during the filming. You know, yep. and, and you think about all the people that have put in their work um, into it. And really, it started when I watched the extended behind-the-scenes stuff of Lord of the Rings. I love watching just that stuff because it gives you a sense of what the amount of detail that they're putting into their craft. They're, they love they doing this. They put a this. lot of passion into that. Yeah. People bled for that movie. And if you were to ask them, would you do it again today? 
they'd say, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. They created something that's going to be, you know, be there for generations. People are going to see that a hundred years from now and they're going to go, wow. Of course, by then they'll probably just implant the movies in their heads. Who knows? But that experience is now, I don't know, it's almost timeless. Mm-hmm. Because they they took the time to put the effort into this creation. Now, one of the things I've been trying to get Glenn to do for a long time, and uh, if anybody here is in the Tacoma area of South Seattle, Tacoma area, there's a theater in downtown Tacoma called The Grand. Mm-hmm. It's an old school theater. They show, I think they have like four screens and all they show were like independent movies. And going there is such a phenomenal experience. I love going there. It, it feels like an event. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're you're a part of something magical. And I've been keeping an eye out for movies that I think Glenn might be interested in. <laughs> he hasn't been able to get me there yet. And why is that? Why are you not willing to go? Either the movies don't sound interesting... But we've both talked about how we've seen movies that, like, True. you've seen movies because I want to and you have no interest. And same yeah. thing in reverse. I'll go see a movie that I don't have any interest in, but I know that you do. Like, did I make you sit through Evil Dead? I think I did. Yeah. Like, a lot of your types of movies, I yeah, well, no interest. I like a, a wide array of films, but I don't know. I've got a guilty pleasure for horror movies lately. So why is it that you don't? go there uh, you know I've got no real reason other than the films either don't sound interesting at the time they're mentioned or I just don't want to go through Tacoma <laughs> that's another thing Glenn you live five minutes away mm-hmm, I do so I want to hear why are you not willing to go I've got no real good reason other than the movie doesn't sound interesting okay so would you be willing to go yeah, if a movie sounds interesting. What what is a movie sounding interesting? Why why do you have the willingness to go see a movie that you don't have any interest in at a Regal or an AMC or a Cinemark, but when it comes to the small independent theater, that feeling is no longer there. Mainly because I know that the other theaters are going to have higher budget films, and a lot of independent films don't have the high budget mm-hmm. to put in the story or the full I don't know, they have good good effort in many independent films. Um, like the story of Would You Be My Neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. I watched that film, but I didn't watch it in the theater. Independent films usually come out digital the same time that they reach theaters. So it's more convenience for those films than anything else. I would, again, strongly suggest that you do it. Because okay. going back to what we talked about earlier about the experience, it's such a different experience. Um, I watched Will You Be My Neighbor, the the Fred Rogers story, at the Grand. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you there's probably about 20 of us there. Small theater. I mean, it's probably just, you know, maybe twice the size of the studio that we're in right now. It's it's very small. But there was something about all of us crying together Mm. that you can feel. And it was such an emotional movie. And then afterwards, after the movie ended, even after the credits, we just sat there as a collective audience, just 
a little bit in awe of what we just witnessed, but just enjoying moments of self-reflection. And then a lot of us just went outside for a walk and I took that time to walk around Tacoma and just really process some stuff. And it's it's so different than what you would have at a, at a larger theater. I think you would really enjoy the experience. It's, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go there for the experience rather than go there for the movie, that's where you would really enjoy it. I believe you. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying gotta have the right moment. Alright. Alright. Um, yeah. What else do you have for us? You know, I want to go back to staying through the credits. Because we've had some fun doing that. And I, re- I remember we started having fun with it beyond just watching you know, the credits go through, listening for the the music. Started having fun with it when uh, the theater workers turned on the lights on us one night. Mm. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that, Mr. Rohit. Um, I I think I think you would do much more justice to that okay. story because we're watching Terminator Salvation, and anyone who knows me will know I I love doing an Arnold impersonation every once in a while, but. We watched the credits all the way through. Uh, it just so happens this one did have an end credit scene, so we watched that. Then while the credits were still rolling, the theater crew turns on the lights to come in and start cleaning it. We were already having a giggling time at this point, so I just threw on my Arnold voice. And, and Glenn, before you do it, try not to blow the mic. Hey, we're trying to watch a movie here. Turn off the lights. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, the lights quickly just switched right off. It's like magic. They just instantly went, oh, crap, lights. There's people in there still. Yeah. And I remember we just started laughing because it was instantaneous. It wasn't a hesitation. The lights went on. I yelled that out in an Arnold voice, and instantly lights went right back off. Yeah. Um... So even after the movie's over, you can still have a good time watching the film. <laughs> Just sitting in the seat. And um, what I find is even after the credits have rolled, there are times we'll just sit there for a couple minutes. Especially if it's a very powerful movie, right? Like there's a really good message in the movie. We'll sit there and... and um, We'll just take it in for a moment, even after the movie's gone. Yeah. Well, Kyle's been sitting here quietly and hasn't chimed in yet. Man. So, Kyle, what are what are some of your thoughts behind just the experience of going to the movies? I know you uh, don't really prefer it because <laughs> it's uh, indoors and everything like that. Not that I don't prefer it. I don't prefer it in the summer during the day. <laughs> I will not. Shout out to Ahmed Bardwaj. Shout out to Ahmed Bardwaj. But, you know, that that did contribute to um, me appreciating the movie going experience quite a bit, right? Those of you who don't know, we did an adventure day a while ago where uh, another member of the GYC podcast had to choose some activities for us for a day. Ahmed sent me to a movie during the day in June. It was like 80 degrees, and the movie was like 12.05. I was pissed. 
and it was an Indian movie, and it was all subtitles. Ended up being a fairly good movie. It was one of the first movies I'd gone to a theater by myself, and so it was it was an on all good experience. Um, but yeah, I think one of the, my favorite, favorite, favorite parts about going to the movies is also one of my favorite parts about going to Target. The smell of the popcorn. Mm. Mm. Did you guys mention that already? We did. <laughs> we did. That popcorn. That's the best. That's the best. I as love it. It's not burnt. Can't be burnt. Can't be burnt. Galaxy's got great popcorn because it got all the different popcorn salts, the mm-hmm. white cheddar and stuff. That's delicious. Um, so that's a huge, huge piece. I, I think it's fantastic. Um, I am like a home theater audio buff, so I, I'm absolutely fascinated by THX and Dolby Surround Sound. I think it's amazing. And to have an experience where you can go to a movie and sit there and enjoy that, mm-hmm. like um, the Lakewood Theater, people love the seats. The seats are great. Lakewood Theater's audio is a garbage. Ago is garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, the what? Liquid Town Center Theater. Oh, yeah. Seats are fantastic. Yeah. Audio's garbage. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. I wouldn't go there because of it. So I preferred the Regal RPX experience or the, um, what's the one in Point Russin? Is it Cinemark? Cinemark. 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 XD. XD. Yeah. Phenomenal. Great screen. It's larger. It's not quite as big as a... Um, IMAX. IMAX, which is sometimes a bit aggressive. <laughs> um, but the, I think the audiovisual experience overall is phenomenal, and I truly, truly enjoy that. One of my one of my buddies, and, and you guys know I go to Iowa, you know, once a year or so. Yeah, there's a new theater. <laughs> there's a new theater that was built by his house that's 4D. And oh, I was, the rumble seats? In yeah, the, the seats rumble. Um, if there's like a windy scene, they have like wind going. Um, there's like water. Um, there's smells. Um, he hasn't gone to to, uh, to see a movie in that setting yet. But just to think about how much would that, you know, if, if you're watching Jurassic Park and when the dinosaur, you know, steps and you see the glass of water rumbling, mm-hmm. what if you actually felt it? Like that would be so amazing and what i really like is theaters now are really stepping up their game to at least in the seattle area they're really stepping up their game to make the experience enjoyable there's lots of coupon codes and and discounts and reward programs and and different movie subscriptions there's individual assigned seating there's there's the experience is not what it was five years ago yeah you're not waiting in line anymore yeah right which from, no, you buy your tickets on on your phone as you're walking around. Yeah, and, and you got an assigned seat. There's part of me that misses the old stuff, especially when it came to big releases. I remember going to see Return of the King, standing in line for two hours, talking to other ringers about. Oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, got it. Yeah, okay. sorry. Um, my bad. Which. I just put myself on blast. I don't know anything about it. People, Sorry, please send hate mail to... <laughs> no, 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 no. Kyle at GYSTpodcast.com. Oh. He has not seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. So, my Well, I, I feel like a, a activity day coming. Yes. Up. I'm down for that. Done. Because it's not that I'm against seeing them. It's just that I was never overly interested in now. It's... it's uh, it now that your email inbox is in trouble. Yeah, you're damn right. It's like Game of Thrones. I haven't seen that either. But I that's that's something that I miss now. Yeah, it's convenient. You can get your 
get your movie tickets. But going to the movies before, when you had mm-hmm. to wait the two hours, especially for a lot of Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. Glenn, you can chime yeah. in on this. You Been see there, people that. get dressed up and really just <laughs> I've gotten dressed soak up. it in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even though it's more convenient now and it's more comfortable, you don't have that same thing. Before, to see a movie on midnight release showed dedication because not only were you waiting in line to buy the tickets, but then you're waiting in line to get a good seat. And now you have midnight releases where people are watching the movie and they have zero interest in it. They're just like, oh, everyone's gone. Okay, click, buy, done, you know? It, for me as a fan of amazing cinema, kind of takes it away. Hmm. That's kind of why I like those Fathom events where they bring back old movies. Mm Mm-hmm. We saw Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, we saw Back to the Future. I feel like the advent of digital media has has uh, really taken a toll on patience mm-hmm. for individuals. People that are really into it, they probably don't even go to the theater anymore. They torrent it, watch it at home. Oh, I already saw that last week. Yeah. And they've watched 6,000 videos about Easter eggs in the movie already. And they've created 50 of them. Yeah, it, yeah it's a huge change. Huge change. Like, one of the movies that I really want to see right now is Creed 2. Oh, yeah. I want to see that as well. And, you know, my friends have had it on their Plex servers, and I Mm -hmm. can stream it right now if I want to. But I want to see it in the theater for that experience. Oh, yeah. And I think so many people now, you know, what you're saying is is right. They'll just watch it on Netflix, or I'll wait till it's on Netflix, or, you know, you don't really hear Redbox anymore, but... What's, what's that? You know, uh, <laughs> Is that in the blockbuster videos or the Hollywood videos? Yeah, I'll the just, machines are inside <laughs> Hollywood. I'll just stream it. And when you do that, it takes away from it. 100%. Um, a perfect, another example is right now my girlfriend is watching Avatar The Last Airbender. And there was this moment for me that was super impactful because there's this character that for I mean, 100%, we all thought, like, the character's dead. Like, they moved on. You know, they, they killed him, and he was a beloved character. So for us as fans, we had to wait till next week to be like, oh, like, oh, my God, like, they did this. I can't believe this. You know, like, oh, what, what are they doing? Where's the direction going to go? And then a week later is when we find out, like, what happened. But now the experience is, is oh, he died. Okay, next. Oh, okay, he's alive. Like, it, it just, you know, it, it, it doesn't have that same impact anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think movies are, are the same thing. The suspense lasts about five minutes. So yeah. you hit play on that next episode. Even when going to, like, a blockbuster or, or a Hollywood video. You know, you go there with your buddies and, and you're reading the jackets to be like, okay, this is the movie that, you know, oh, this sounds really good. I think I'll buy this. The convenience of it all now is so much so that I feel like artwork is being lost think about cds Mm. right you bought a cd a while back ago and you would listen to the whole thing and you'd be like you know what even though there's 12 songs on it i really only like these three but then the more you listen to it it starts growing on you and then all of a sudden this cd is awesome Mm -hmm. you don't have that anymore music has a much shorter shelf life when you 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 mention art let's talk about cover art Mm. right yeah CD booklets, like a lot of time and resources went into those things, and they're non-existent to this day. Uh, I think one of the things that points to it is whether you love him or hate him or you feel indifferent about him, Kanye West is a fantastic producer. 
And I think that what he did with a few albums recently, making them six and seven tracks long, was genius. Because people truly have lost patience to listen to a full album with 12 to 15 to 18 tracks on it. One of the albums that he produced this year, earlier this year is up for album of the year for a hip-hop album. Because one, it was a fantastic album, and two, it left me feeling like I wanted more, and there wasn't a track where I was kind of like, oh, I want to skip that one. Every track had meaning. Every track took time. Every track had a purpose and was very intentional on those albums, on all the albums that he did, his included, which, whatever, this isn't a... So was it a discussion it, about his album? But was it the whoop de scoop de poop? That that was a joke, game? right? Yeah, like he, you know, he trolled people with that. It yeah, was, he most certainly did. Yeah, it was funny. It wasn't a serious song, um, but I think overall what he did was fantastic. You look at other albums that have more and more songs now. It's just, it's it's kind of like half of it falls by the wayside. Why is it there? It's just filler. Mm-hmm. So he, he made a work of art that I think was very intentional. And each song had its place. Now, Glenn, a question for you along those same lines is we've discussed movie trailers mm-hmm. where the trailer they, looks amazing. They give up way too much. We go see the movie, and it's like, oh, all the best parts are in the trailer. You already know what to expect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the, mo- the, you know, the trailers in the 80s, I think, were the pinnacle of movie trailers because they never gave away too much. Mm. They, they literally just gave you enough to get you in the seat. And then the story took you the rest of the way. The action took you the rest of the way. Yeah, it, it kind of goes back to that point that Rohit made about reading the movie jacket in a Hollywood theater. That was really all you had. Right. Where, where were you going to watch a trailer of a movie? You couldn't go to Netflix and hit play. You couldn't go to YouTube mm-hmm. and find a trailer, movie trailer. If you didn't go to a movie in a theater and see previews for other movies that were coming out, or you didn't happen to see a commercial for it on TV, you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So the trailers were impactful, and they gave you just enough. Now, everyone's trying to outdo everyone else with a two, three, four, or five-minute trailer. Right. And you're giving up every piece of the movie. Literally, literally every piece, every good part of the movie, or yeah. every plot point. And they take them out of context, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they give you... Like today, this. if Empire Strikes Back had been released today, mm-hmm. they would have shown Darth Vader saying, No, I am your father. They would have actually You're shown right. that. You're probably right. They would have just shown that. Yeah. They wouldn't have shown Luke in front of him. But Cut his probably, hand off. They probably would have just shown Darth Vader with that pose and saying that line. Yeah, you're probably right. And it ruins the movie when you go to see it. You're like, oh, man, I already saw this. Yeah, well, it's kind of, I, I think it, I think people don't realize what it ruins, right? Because that in a trailer gets you like, oh, my God, what? I need to see what leads up to that. And you get excited about it. But it robs you of that experience that people had when they first watched that movie not knowing that. Mm-hmm. It robs you of that. <gasps> oh my God. It's his father. Yep. Like some of the... You go into the movie the whole time knowing that. only movies you can go see now that actually have good trailers and about the only movie I've seen in the last five years that had a good trailer was Despicable Me. Oh yeah, there's really no talking in those trailers, right? Literally none. <laughs> Instead, I mean, you, you've got little images of... Of when they first started advertising for the movie, it showed Gru doing something yeah. to mess with someone else because he's just a grumpy bastard. Of course. 
But that's all you knew about it. And then you saw a list of all the actors in it, and you're like, huh, that looks like it could be funny. But you've seen literally nothing other than the characters shoot a ray gun at someone and freeze them. And that's it. And they're actually fantastic You don't movies. know what the story is. I thought they were great. Exactly. They yeah. were great movies. Yeah, and you I didn't, liked them. It, the commercials, the, the previews did not ruin the experience of the movie because you didn't know what to expect other than this guy's a grumpy bastard and he's going to freeze someone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's funny. But now critical plot points are given away. Yeah, no bueno. The the movie going experience has definitely transformed itself. You know, I think that in certain aspects it needs to. We need to differentiate the experience because the media has just become too convenient to come across. Between Netflix and Plex and HBO Now and Showtime Go or whatever <laughs> else is out there, right? Um, Netflix. So, so movie theaters Ooh. have to truly change the game. You get these adult theaters that will serve food and drink, you know, mm. adult beverages, beers, wine, oh, yeah. ciders. Cinetopia, which, by the way, Cinetopia. Birthday, birthday trip this year. Yeah. You've got to go. I still haven't been there. When is it again? Uh, the week of the 22nd, March. 22nd. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, so things of that nature that movie theaters have had to do to bring people in. The movie theater experience in and of itself now is far more advanced than it has ever been. Yet, sales are still declining. Simply because people, unfortunately, take convenience over experience. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. But that's the state of the affairs today. Hmm. Well, shoot. I think we're just about the time here. Glenn, you got anything else? Any, any other nuggets you want to leave with the audience today? If anything... Just go and enjoy a movie. Um, like like we said, try going to see a movie by yourself. Oh yeah. Take in the entire experience. Go early enough. Don't be one of those jack wagons that shows up jack five wagon. minutes after the commercials have started and distracts everyone else from their experience. Just show up. Be there on time, a little bit early, and smell the smells. Listen to the sounds. Watch the trailers. Oh my God! Don't don't use your phone. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Don't Put use your, your phone. fucking phone. Said theaters are actually asking you to use your phone now. They've got those little really? virtual or augmented reality video games now. Oh, I've never seen that. In an effort to get people entertained and in the seats before movies, they've got augmented reality video games that you play with oh, your phone before the movie. So you hold your phone up, pointed at the screen, and literally, literally things will start flying out that you shoot with the phone. Oh, yeah. I, Set I your phone down. Put it away. Watch the trailers. Watch the commercials. Got it. Experience the entire thing from beginning to end. And stay through the credits for once. I haven't seen that. As long as they still tell you to shut your phone off before the movie starts, and I'm good with it. Otherwise, Yeah, they still tell you that, but they're asking you to use it before the film starts. Yeah. Weird. Just sit down and relax. Relax, bro. Man. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. All, all great points. Shoot, with that said, man, fellas, ladies and gents, boys and girls, thank you everyone for tuning in this week to another edition of the GYSD Podcast, your favorite podcast. Get your shit together. This week's episode, like we said, was all about enjoying movies. Uh, Glenn had a lot of good points on how to enjoy that experience, how the experience has morphed and transformed. Uh, and what you can do to go into a movie and enjoy it more so than you have in the past. So, once again, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you again next week.
on the GYSD podcast. El fine. That's the end. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.